to welcome every one of us uh, in all the uh, online channels uh, as we've come to worship the living God today. We started on a good note. The Lord will accept our praise, our thanksgiving, and he will continue to reveal himself unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you once again for this morning. We'll lift your name on high. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Lord, as we go into your word, go with us. Speak unto us, teach us, and let your name be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's open our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10 is a story we're all very familiar with. Mark chapter 10, I'm going to read from verse 46 to verse 52. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. Amen. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to, to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Praise the Lord. Uh, this morning, for a few minutes, the topic I'm going to be discussing with us is what I call mercy for healing. Mercy for healing. The passage we just read is one that we're all very familiar with. When you go through that particular passage and a number of passages in the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, that has to do with the interaction of Jesus with the people as regards healing, there are a number of things that are, are, are crystallized or that become very clear. And the first thing is, when Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, like the, the, the Bible makes us to understand, realized that Jesus was passing. He began to cry, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. In other words, the first thing we need to take note of when we're talking about mercy for healing is that there is a name that readily operates with God's mercy for healing. There is a name that readily operates with God's mercy for healing. And I pray that that name will avail for us today in Jesus' name. 
In the Old Testament, we hear the name of the Lord as the Jehovah Rapha being highlighted. He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. It's otherwise called Jehovah Rufaka. But repeatedly, when you go through the, uh, the, the scriptures in the New Testament, the name that is, I mean, associated with mercy and hence healing is Jesus, thou son of David. And by God's grace, at a later uh, uh, time, we're going to look a little bit more in depth into this name. But suffice to say now that there is a name that readily operates with God's mercy for healing. And maybe we can just say there is a name that readily operates with God's mercy. Even though today we are discussing mercy for healing. The key word there is God's word, mercy. For whatever situation you need the mercy of God, as you are listening to me this morning, you can cry unto God and say, Jesus Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. This is the situation for which I need your intervention. And brethren, I know it's the third Sunday in the month of January 2022. And already, many of us can look around and we have many issues for which we need divine intervention. As we call on the mercy of God today, he will intervene on our behalf in Jesus' name. As we plead the mercy of God, we will find him waiting for us and he will answer us in the name of Jesus. Amen. One of the things we've always hi uh, highlighted and emphasized is that there is a prayer that God will not reject or accept it is too late. And that is the prayer of mercy. And we said, uh, at no point is the prayer of mercy too late until life is gone. So what, when, I mean, so long as you have life, so long as you can listen and you are hearing this message today, it means, like people say, when there is life, there is hope. It means you can still go on your knees and say, Jesus, thou son of David, do what? Have mercy, have mercy on me. And he will have mercy on you in Jesus' name. Amen. So while we are looking at the topic, mercy for healing, I want us to realize that the principles we are highlighting here today are principles that apply to different situations. Different situations in life. So long as mercy is essential, so long as mercy is needed. So that's the first point, is that there is a name. There is a name. And that name is Jesus, that son of David, that readily operates. With God's mercy. Number two, in the prayer of mercy, importunity is rewarded. In the prayer of mercy, what is rewarded? Importunity. That is consistently knocking. Consistently knocking, not giving up. You must not allow anybody or any situation to shut you up. You have to key in to Jesus. Looking up to him for mercy, and he will answer you. In John chapter 6, verse 37, John 6, 37, Jesus said, All that the Father had given me shall come to me. Now he made a very important point. Him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. That's an assurance for you. If you come to him, and see, that's one key thing. When you go to the scriptures, you know, we, we talk about the fact that. 
at specific situations, at specific points in time, Jesus interacted with those that were sick and he healed them all. But you will find out that in such circumstances, these are people that came to him. So there's a key ingredient there. And what's that ingredient? Coming to him. Coming to him. If you come to him, he will answer you. There are situations that he goes to. For example, at the pool of Bethesda. When he was interacting with that man who had been there for 38 years. Without being made whole, the man started telling his stories. There were others there that the Bible says were withered, they were sick, but he interacted with just one man and he healed him. You see a difference there. He that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. When you come to him and plead with him at the throne of mercy, your answer is guaranteed. And I speak to somebody's life today, your answer is guaranteed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Very important. Looking unto who? Unto Jesus. Jesus. Unto no one else. And when you look unto Jesus and you plead that mercy, oh, you are assured, you are assured that, I mean, there is an answer around the corner. I'm talking about importunity. I'm talking about not giving up in the place of prayer. I'm talking about consistently knocking on the door. Consistently. Consistently. That's, that's why in Luke chapter 18, verse 1 says, he told them a, a parable that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And that is key. Men ought always to pray, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, and not to faint. When you consistently knock on that door, when you consistently follow up, and then he, he told them a parable. That woman that came before the unjust judge and said, Avenge me, avenge me. And the Bible says, The, man, the judge did not answer unto her. But because that woman kept on saying, Ah, no, I have a case, you must attend to my case, the man said, If I don't answer this lady, she will wear me out. And then Jesus now gave. I mean, an analogy concerning our God in verse 6. In verse 6 of that Luke chapter 18, verse 6. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. Verse 7. Shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he be along with them? So we must cry day and night unto him. He said, I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? In other words, one of the reasons we cease to continue to knock on the door of, of grace is because there is no what? There's no faith. There's no faith. It's because there's that tendency for us to easily give up. It's because we get to a point where we say, well, I've tried. I will just let go. You will not give up at the verge of success in Jesus' name. Amen. I've shared that story with us here quite a number of times of those gold prospectors in California in the early days. Two men, they went there, they were digging. They saw a trail, they were digging, they were digging, they were digging. They got to a point and they said, look, we've tried. We've tried. We can't find any gold. They dropped their tools and they went away. They never made it. Someone else came after them. 
so that somebody has been digging and kept following the steps of the digging and got to a point where they stopped digging and he began digging there. Lo and behold, not far from where they stopped, there was gold. What those other men spent, I mean, maybe a lifetime, or I don't know how many years, trying to hit, those are the points that they were going to get the results. They gave up. I want to speak to somebody today. Don't give up. Like we normally say, your miracle is on the way. Amen. And this year, you will attain that miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. So, talking about mercy for healing, the third point is, when you come to Jesus pleading for mercy, you must know what you want. You must do what? You know must what do what? Know what you want. Know what you want. You must know what you want because he will invariably ask you, what do you want? And at that point in time, do you want to start telling stories? Or you want to start scratching your head? Eh, 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 I just heard that you are a God of mercy. You know it's very good you are a God of mercy. He will say, don't waste my time. What do you want? I remember the st a story that the general was shared. That he said they went to, was it? Tulsa or, or Alabama, Oklahoma. I believe that's where they went to for a Kenneth Hagin camp meeting. And he saw the power of God moving. And he said, no, I need to see this one before I go back to Africa. And he said, you can't see him. He said, well, leave that to me. And he booked an appointment to go and see him. And of course, some of some other brethren from Africa had that, oh, you are seen Kenneth Hagin? Ah, we must go together. And they followed him. And we are told that when they stood before him, the man asked them, what do you want? And of course, those that came with him took up the gauntlet. Everybody began to ask, I want to be selling your books. I want to be selling your cassettes. I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. And the person that organized the meeting was the last person they asked. And then he said, well, I want all that is in you that makes you you. He said, can I take him was surprised? But he called his secretary. This one wants to sell books. Give him access. This one, now, there's nothing wrong with the desire to sell books. Because, like someone highlighted a few days ago, I was listening to a message. He said, One of Kenneth Taking never went around the world, like maybe T.L. Osborne. But the books he wrote went around the whole world and impacted many ministries. So, there's nothing wrong with desiring to sell books so long as that's what you want. But the key thing is, what do you want? And the Jew said his ministry changed after that day because he could see that of a truth, his prayers were answered. When you cry the cry of mercy to the living God, when you come to Jesus and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. The question is, what do you want? You need to be able to say, this is the point at which I need your mercy. The only assurance he has given to me, the assurance he has said I should share with someone who is listening to me today is the prayer of mercy. He will not reject. He will answer you in Jesus' name. Amen. I say he will answer you in Jesus' name. Amen. The fourth point, the fourth point is when Jesus smiles on you and becomes or when it is your time for mercy. I want somebody to say it is my time for mercy. It is my time for mercy. Some people are not sure. Say it, it is, is my time, time for mercy. When it is your time for mercy, you, will, you must let go of anything that will not help your cause. 
There are some things that we are going around with that will not help. Some of them are, I mean, what, what the Bible calls uh, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, 1. It says, Wherefore, since we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. You see, when it is your time to experience the mercy of God, you must lay aside every weight and sin which easily beset us. So not besetting sin. Besetting sin. When a child of God says, well, uh, the Bible says we should not fornicate. I don't fornicate. I don't uh, womanize. But a child of God in his, in, his, in his bedroom has things that, that defile. That he looks into. That he uses to comfort himself. I don't know if that's the right word for it. Be certain sins that will make one not to experience or enjoy the mercy of the living God. That's why men and women who are supposed to be uh, uh, declaring the purpose of God, outwardly, they are sanctimonious and holy men of God. In their closet, they are homosexuals. In their closet, their gays are lesbians. When they come out, they will champion and say, oh no, it's contrary to the word of God. The Bible does not say so. Oh, we are, in fact, they will, they will go and they, uh, they will organize, what do they call that thing? A walk. But in their closet, that which they are crying against is what they are doing. Be certain sins that will not allow man to obtain mercy. It says, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. At the verge of obtaining mercy, do not let those sins do not let, let those things deny you of God's plan and purpose for your life. Number five, your faith is important in order for you to receive or to obtain mercy from the Lord. We are talking about mercy and healing. In other words, we are saying your faith is important in order for you to receive your healing in answer to the prayer of mercy. You find out that in quite a number of uh, uh, passages there, the Lord kept saying, Be it done unto you. Even though they came to him crying, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy upon me. Like the case of Bartimaeus. What was the response? In verse 15, he said, Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith must accompany your prayer of mercy. Your faith must accompany your prayer of mercy. It's very important. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Hebrews, he said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. You see, doubt will make you not to diligently seek him. Doubt will make you not to be consistent in seeking his face. That's very important. So you need to be consistent in application of faith to seek the Lord. To seek the Lord. Your faith is important. Without faith, 
it is impossible to please him. When you go to Matthew chapter 9, Matthew 9 from verse 27 to verse 31, Matthew 9, 27 to 31, you see Jesus interacting with two blind men. They came to him, they were crying, Thou son of David, have mercy upon us. And what did he do? He, he asked them some questions. See, that's what I said. You must know what you want. He said unto them in verse 28, Do you believe I am able to do this? And they said, Yes, Lord. We believe. We know you can do it. Then he touched their eyes saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith, be it unto you. So faith is very important. If you will obtain and demonstrate the mercy of the living God. The next point I have here is mercy can shorten your waiting time for an answer to your prayers. So brethren, it's very important that whatever be the prayer point we are praying, attach mercy unto it. Why? Because when you begin to plead for mercy, you are telling the Lord, I can no longer help myself. But I know if there's anyone that can help me, it is you. Mercy can shorten your waiting time for answers to your prayers. In the story that is, we are told in Matthew chapter 15, verse 22 to verse 28, Matthew 15, 22 to 28, the Bible says, A Canaanite woman, she came before the Lord Jesus Christ. She began to cry unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. We know that story very well. The Bible says, at some point, Jesus did not answer her. When his disciples came to her, said, send this one away. What did Jesus say? He said, I am not sent but to the lost tribes of, of Israel, of the house of Israel. She came and worshipped him. <laughs> and Jesus said, I cannot give the children's meat or the children's bread and give it unto dogs. Verse 26. She still maintained her ground. I say, yes, even the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Ah, Jesus looked at her and said, wow, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as, as thou wilt. And the Bible says her daughter was made whole from that very hour. So, I said, mercy can shorten your waiting time. As at this point in time, Jesus was still ministering to the Jews. He was not yet ready to go unto the Gentiles. But number one, this woman pleaded with him for mercy. Number two, she had faith. And she made up her mind that she would not be sent away empty. You have to make up your mind. That when I plead for the mercy of God, I refuse to be sent away empty. You will not be sent away empty in Jesus' name. Amen. The next point we need to take note of is that in your quest to obtain mercy, the multitude is usually not on your side. Very important. The multitude is usually not on your side. In fact, the multitude will try to discourage you. 
But you must persevere until you get your desired victory. In the story of Bartimaeus that we read, verse 48 says, Many charged him that he should behold his peace. What did he do? He cried the more a great deal. Hold your peace. You are disturbing the master. He cried the more a great deal. In Matthew chapter 20, Matthew chapter 20, from verse 30 to verse 34, Matthew 20, verse 30 to verse 34, we see the story of two blind men who came to Jesus, pleading for mercy, pleading for his intervention. And the Bible says, the multitude discouraged them and said, look, you are, you are disturbing him. Hold your peace. But just like Bartimaeus, the Bible says, they cried the more, saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And of course, Jesus stood still. You must go beyond listening to the multitude. You must be focused on that for which you need the mercy of God. Because he already told us, he that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. That's an assurance. When you stand against the multitude, when you stand with, with the living God, that's why they say one with God is a majority. He will come through for you because the prayer of mercy will be answered. Your prayer of mercy will be answered in Jesus' name. Amen. The next Amen. point, the next point we need to take note of is that God delights in mercy to heal the sick. Remember, we are, we are looking at the topic mercy and healing. He delights in mercy to heal the sick. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 12 to 13. Matthew chapter 9, verses 12 and 13. He said, when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. Then look at verse 13. He said, go ye and learn what that minute. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. That's key. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. His mercy was available then. His mercy is still available now. And it's available for you and I. If you will key onto it. Ten lepers in Luke chapter 17, verses 12 to 19. Ten lepers cried unto Jesus. They, them, they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And the Bible says, he just told them, go and show yourselves unto the priests. Principles that we have talked about. Number one, they, 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 they called upon his mercy. Number two, they were obedient. Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. But only one of them came back to give thanks. And when he came back to give thanks, Jesus acknowledged that this man was a Samaritan. He wasn't even a, a Jew. It was a congregation of lepers. Because they were all lepers, they forgot about them. this one is Jew, this one is uh, Samaritan. No, that was forgotten. When they received their healing, only the Samaritan came back to give thanks. And when he did, Jesus told him, your faith 
has made you whole. And I have a word for someone who is listening to me this morning. Your faith will make you whole. Amen. I say your faith will make you whole. In the name of Jesus. That thing for which you are holding on to the mercy of God. That thing for which you are believing God. That thing for which you are crying, say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Because you believe, you will receive it this month in the name of Jesus. Amen. There is an expectation in the life of someone. A divine expectation. Before the end of this month, you will receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we round up, we must take note that of the fact that God's mercy is at his discretion. God's mercy is at his discretion. But Jesus came to open that door of God's discretion unto us. You know, in Psalm 115 verse 3, Psalm 115 verse 3, he said, our God is in the heavens. He had done whatsoever he pleased. And I know that today, this God of mercy, it pleases him to touch somebody's life. And as he does that, I pray you will receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray you will receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Romans chapter 9, verses 15 to 18. Romans 9, 15 to 18. He said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. The question I have for you today is, who will God have mercy upon this morning? You will decide. You will decide by yourself. He has given us his word. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. He will have mercy upon you today in Jesus' name. Amen. I say he will have mercy upon you today in Jesus' name. Amen. That's very, very important. That's very important. So that you see the extent to which God is willing to exercise mercy. Bible scholars make us to understand that between the book of Malachi and the book of Matthew, there was a period of 400 years that we are told God was silent. It was as if nothing was going on, nothing was happening. Ah, but even during that period, even though God may not speak to any prophet, God revealed himself in his mercy unto his people. In what obtained in John chapter 5, from verse 2 to verse 9, there was a pool at Bethesda. An angel will stir the water once in a while. And when that water is stirred, whosoever first jumped into the water is healed. That is an expression of God's mercy. Even when it looked as if Men were living in a state of hopelessness. But I'm sure you know that our situation today is different. We have Jesus. Tell somebody I have Jesus. I have Jesus. And that, that makes the difference. That makes the difference. That's why that name is important. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And so as we round up this morning, are you listening to me? And you've not given your life to Jesus? Your access to mercy for living. Your access to mercy for life is in Jesus. 
You don't have to wait until uh, the water is torn and you jump into it. That man said, I've been here for 38 years. I have nobody to throw me into the water. There was mercy at the waters. But it could not meet the requirement for that mercy. The difficult and stringent requirements were taken away by Jesus. All that is required is give your life to Jesus and mercy is available. If you are listening today, you've not given your life to Christ, it's an opportunity. But it's a good time to be born again because we are starting a new year and Christ wants to run this race with you. So if you are not giving your life to Christ and you are listening to me this morning, and you truly, genuinely want to turn away from your sin and yield to the living God, just say after me, Lord Jesus, <laughs> I know I'm a sinner. I know it's only your mercy that can open the, 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 the gate of heaven unto me. Have mercy upon me. Come into my life. Come in today. Every attachment to the kingdom of darkness, I renounce in the name of Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. And from this day onwards, let your mercy avail for me. And let your mercy be multiplied upon my life. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have four prayer points I want us to pray quickly before we round up. And the first one is one we are, I'm sure everybody will have guessed. Just going to say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And you begin to tell him that peculiar situation. That situation you cannot share with any man. That situation, even before you ask, he says, I know. Say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He's here for you today. He's here to have mercy upon you. The topic we discuss is mercy for healing. Are you sick? Are you contending with any form of sickness? Whatever be the nature, the mercy of God is available for your healing. The mercy of God is available for your healing. And He will touch you and heal you today. If only you will cry unto Him and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Remember one of the principles we indicated. You must know what you want. Oh, heal me from COVID. Heal me from cancer. Heal me from arthritis. Heal me from ulcer. Heal me, heal me from sicknesses that have no name. Whatever it is, cry to the living God this morning. And say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. You alone can do it. Because if you don't do it, no man can help me. But I know that if you have chosen to help me, no man can stand on my way. Open your heart to him this morning. Open your mouth to him and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Next, you are going to pray. You say, Father, give me the grace to hold on until the desired result is attained. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to hold on until the desired result is attained. Let me not fall by the wayside. Let me not give up. I mean, uh, just when success is around the corner, give me the grace, O oh Lord. Give me the grace, O oh Lord, to hold on until the desired result is attained. Thank you, Heavenly Father. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You are going to pray and say, Father, let me not give up at the point of breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. At the point of my breakthrough, Lord, let me not give up. At the point of my breakthrough, let me not give up. In the name of Jesus. At the point of my breakthrough, Father, let me not give up in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. At the point of my breakthrough, Father, let me not give up. At the point of my breakthrough, Lord, let me not give up. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Finally, you are going to pray and say every arrow of discouragement from the multitude. I send back to sender in the name of Jesus. Every arrow of discouragement from the multitude. Oh, I send back to sender. I send back to sender. Every arrow of discouragement from the multitude. I send back to sender in the name of Jesus. Every arrow of discouragement. Mazoto ilba ushkate irakato liandragabo. I send back to sender. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we just thank you for this morning. We we'll lift your name on high. Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. You are a God of mercy. We come before you this day and we cry for mercy for that peculiar situation, for that impossible situation. For that difficult situation, for that file that has been closed that you alone can open, Father, have mercy and do the impossible. Lord, have mercy and do what you alone can do. Lord, have mercy and give us new songs. Give your children new songs. Amen. Let that be a new beginning. Let your name be glorified. Every form of sicknesses and diseases, because the mercy of God brings healing, I release that mercy right now. I release a healing touch upon that brother, upon that sister. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord. Concerning that difficult employment, Father, let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy avail. You are the one that makes sure there is no way. Make way for that your son. Make way for that your daughter. Open doors that men have declared short. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord, for we have prayed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.